Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome to the Embodiment Doula Podcast, a place where diets aren't a solution and your body is no longer the problem, where you learn how to finally stop being at war with your body and yourself and start loving your body and yourself so you can live the life you're dying to live and do the things you've been dying to do. My name is Tess. I am the Embodiment Doula and someone who not only survived, but healed from a severe eating disorder. And now I'm at a place where I deeply love my body and that has inspired me to help other humans to heal their relationship with their bodies and food. I'm your host, Tess Halpern. Let's dive in. Hello, welcome to episode five of the Embodiment Doula podcast. Today we are talking about living in a body with chronic illness. What it's like and how to adjust your life as your body goes through different experiences and changes and shifts. And so a lot of this will apply to you in a sense, even if you're not living with chronic illness, but the focus is definitely around chronic illness. So let's dive in. So personally, I live with a chronic condition and that came on just a couple years ago. Let's see, what year? 2017 is when I really started to have chronic symptoms from my illness and with the illnesses I don't feel like is relevant to any of this information so not going to share that but um, it is something they say that I was born with but it's something that I didn't really have any symptoms of until like I said recently when you develop chronic symptoms or chronic illness one thing that was really hard to cope with at first was how your body changes and sometimes it can change so quick right from what we knew it to be and learning to be in that new body can be really (laughs) mind-blowing like throws you completely out of your element because the ways you were existing in your body the things you felt in your body are now totally different And so that was something that I was really present with was how different it felt to be in my own body and the resistance I felt to these new symptoms and to this new way of being in my body because I was so used to having so much more energy to just do all of the things that I wanted to do or needed to do, just, you know, life stuff and developing symptoms of with a chronic illness meant that I didn't have energy for all the things anymore. And when I've had some sessions with people who also lived with chronic illness, there is a very similar theme to feeling really guilty or feeling just upset. Like you feel like you're missing your own life. And we talk about learning to be in the body and learning to be on the body journey. And I believe that if you're experiencing uh, any kind of ailment in the body or illness, it's not that you 
deserve it by any means. It's not about like a deserve or good or bad. I don't see those things in the body as defined like that. I see them as just part of the body experience. I think that pain is part of the body experience. Tiredness is part of the body experience. Just in the same way, energy is part of the body experience. It's all just part of what we came to experience here in the body. And learning to slow down when you have something like that going on in the body can really take conscious effort. And if not, then eventually like we I think we've all experienced this right you push 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 really 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 hard and then eventually you might get really sick because eventually if you're not going to listen to your body your body will make you listen by making you slow down whether that's an injury or the flu or a chronic illness and again it's not about blame or something you should or shouldn't have done I'm just saying the body is getting our attention the body's drawing our attention to say hey listen to me. Something you can try on yourself is that for me, I, one of the things that I noticed was that we live in a world, and I was present with this before, but I was present with it in a new way, right? We live in a world where everyone's hustling and rushing and things are expected to happen instantly, which is not reality. And well, you know, some things obviously can happen quick, but like most things in life are not instantaneous and learn like learning to adjust to having a chronic illness meant slowing down and in that slowing down I saw how my body was actually like helping me live the life that I wanted to live because I actually way way much more enjoy slowing down and having space and time to be and to enjoy that. And so what this chronic illness has taught me, well, one of the things is that, you know, like taking that time and not feeling guilt or shame or the fear of missing out or any of those things that a lot of us have felt when we need to take rest or just take time to be. It's not even just about resting, right? But there's so much power in resting and allowing ourselves to be, um, that's what I find. So if you are someone who is struggling with an illness or a chronic illness, (sighs) notice the life you've been living and notice if it's in alignment with what feels good for you. Check in with yourself. Check in with your body. Place your hand on your heart and ask yourself some questions. Ask yourself, do I like being busy? Do I like having space? And what choices can you make that support your body so that you can feel good in your body and still do the things that matter most to you? See, it's not about doing everything that comes to mind, but it's about taking a moment and asking yourself what really matters and getting clear on those things that you actually want to put your energy into because there are a million more more like trillions of options that we all have every single day and with our life in general so that is something that has helped me a lot is to get clearer before just making plans to do things or agreeing to do things having that boundary with the outside world 
that boundary that when something comes up, instead of having an answer immediately, I pause and check in with myself. And I also take into consideration what else I have going on, whether it's a weekend or that week, and check in to see if what I'm scheduling or choosing to do is too much for me. And as you start to learn and adjust your life to this, like to listening to your body and to doing what feels good and not cramming everything in, then you'll start to have more space. And then you'll just know off the top of your head, you know, like I won't schedule this for this week because I know I already have this thing. And then when that week comes, you won't be dead exhausted you know, barely able to function in ways that matter to you or just to keep yourself alive and, you know, cook a meal for yourself because you'll have naturally created that space. An often said phrase is, if you don't have your health, you have nothing. And I don't agree, right? Because there are millions of people who, I mean, not just millions, I mean, like, probably majority of the people on the planet have some sort of health condition or something with their body, right? That they've experienced or that they're going through. And that doesn't mean that they don't have health. Health looks different on everybody. So like, I really encourage you to challenge the idea of health we're sold, which is pretty much just thin. Really ask yourself, what is healthy to me? I was going to say, what is thin? What is healthy to me, right? Like, what does healthy mean to me? Does it mean moving my body in ways that feels good and eating the foods that I love that feel good and taking some supplements? And then if you have ailments, or let's say you have a headache, that doesn't make you unhealthy. It's just what your body's going through in that moment. So I don't define healthy as like this black and white thing. And I really don't agree that if you don't have your health, you have nothing. Because there are, I mean, first of all, I just find that kind of like an insulting statement. Like, what about people who have ALS? And people who, you know, are disabled. So are we saying that they don't have anything because they don't have what we call, quotation, a healthy, perfect body? I think that there's so much to live for outside of just what we've defined as healthy. And you can not have your health quotation around that because I feel like this phrase is a little ridiculous just to begin with. And you can have all the love in the world, you know, and we've kind of defined it as like, well, if you don't have your health, you have nothing. What does that mean? Because it's assumed you're going to die soon. I mean, we're all going to die. So it's not really relevant whether or not you have your health. I think it's really important and empowering and powerful to keep in mind, like we came here for a body experience and you will feel it all, you know, on the body's terms and conditions as the the great Matt Kahn says. It's one of my favorite lines from his talk, the end of inner conflict. And you will feel it all on the body's terms and conditions. So whether you are dragging your body around or learning to listen to it, like you will hear your body eventually. Um, so yeah. Take the time to hear your body and feel your body 
and be with your body because at the end of the day when you're with yourself it's it's not important what chores you do or what appointments you go to but at the end of the day at the end of our lives like how good did we feel in our body how well did we take care of ourselves how did we hold ourselves did we hold space for ourselves you know so like just consider really what it would look and feel like to you to be in your body and accept your body as it is so yeah i guess what i'm saying is my life living with a chronic illness has just taken my practices of listening to my body very deeply which is something i've been doing for a long time that i love 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 so much and turned it into just a really deep practice of learning to listen to my body on a deep level and to not put my mind before my body and to trust that what my body needs is safe to give myself and that life will keep lifing one of my favorite things to say is that life is lifing and life will continue to life so take the day to rest take a week take a month take a year to slow down i've slowed my life down and i'm still you know moving along moving forward and growing and changing all the time and experiencing amazing things slowing down doesn't mean missing out you can slow down and go at a pace that feels good and right for you and experience life in a new way another thing i know that is pretty common when living or learning to live with chronic illness is the frustration sadness anger and confusion around our bodies changing and when our bodies have been one way for so long or most of our lives it can feel so foreign and scary and like learning to meet yourself all over again and i think it's really important to give yourself grace while you meet yourself <sighs> and as your body changes if that scares you or just feels really foreign that's a really great sign to take some time to be with yourself and to remind yourself that our bodies are ever-changing and don't look one way our whole life and if it's drastically changing which I understand because I had some changes that were pretty drastic in my body it almost feels like you don't know where you are it's like you can look in the mirror and you see yourself but you look totally different it feels like another lifetime and what i would say with that to that is to just be conscious of what your thoughts are to yourself and be mindful about what you're saying to yourself and remind yourself that you don't need to be fixed, that you are whole and complete right now as you are, 
and as your body continues to change in new ways and that you are safe to be in your body in this lifetime. I find often when people experience drastic body changes, whether that's a symptom or their weight, they feel like their body's betraying them. And just this is a reminder that your body is not betraying you and that there is not one way your body is supposed to be and that our bodies are ever-changing as we go through life. So here's what I want to leave you with. You can live a fulfilling life full of love and passion and have chronic illness. You can learn to adjust how you plan and interact with the world in accordance with what feels good for you and your body. Your body is not bad or wrong or a problem to be fixed. I invite you to let every part of your body journey be a part of your journey. Let go of the thoughts that your life isn't as good as it was supposed to be because your body is different than you imagined. And let yourself mourn the way you thought your body was supposed to be or the way it was. And remember that your body is keeping you alive without you even thinking about it. Now I want you to place your hand on your heart and take a deep breath. Say out loud to your body. Thank you, body, for taking care of me. I'm going to do my best to listen to what you are trying to tell me. I love you, body. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you for joining me today. I hope this episode helped bring you some clarity or gave you something to feel into in your body. I want to leave you with this. Remember that no matter where you are on your body journey, your body is not the problem. That healing our relationship with our body takes time. And with little steps every day, you too can transform your relationship with your body. You can find me on Instagram at the embodiment doula. If you enjoyed this show, please rate it and review it wherever you are listening. Share this episode with a friend and check back next week for a new episode of the Embodiment Doula Podcast. Thanks.